Welcome to the podcast, a hunky variety show featuring body academics, the Pacific Northwest's least favorite pop band. Buckle up for some heartwarming banter as we dive deep into WWE and Vanderpump rules, plus the debut of our new radio play. So put on your jock straps, grab a Chobani, and let's get into the bod. That's what I'm saying. Found you at the club on the weekend. Pretty soon you need my best friend. And now we're going to talk about a bunch of sweaty, half-naked men rolling around for 40,000 voyeuristic rednecks. Here's our recap of WWE's Royal Rumble. Jeff and Fletch talk wrestling, grabbing, grappling, and suplexing, falling, crying, it's the best thing, now it's time for Jeff and Fletch to talk wrestling. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Fletch Talk Wrestling. I'm Jeff, and I still have a boner from the Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar match. Let's talk about it. First of all, if you do not know who Finn Balor is, for the sake of understanding this segment, Google Finn Balor Bulge. You're welcome. Finn Balor comes out in these wonderful red panties that just do a good job of defining his penis. I can't get over it enough. They choose good shades for him. Finn Balor kept getting suplexed by Brock Lesnar, and holy fucking shit. If you guys don't know what a suplex is, a German suplex is one. You get behind the dude, and you grab him like you're gonna top him, and then you throw him over your head, just like behind you. Finn Balor's taint was flying, red flying taint. It was fucking amazing, super hot. We saw like, like five of those, I was into it. Finn Balor did his finishing move on Brock called the coup de gras, where he gets on the top rope and jumps up, and then he like brings his knees up to his chest and then stomps on the dude, and it's, a fucking hot move because we always get this under angle of Finn Balor's taint. It was really good. Finn lost, but we got to see a lot of sexy moments. Oh, yeah. Finn and Brock gets my best match of the Rumble. We have to talk about Jeff Jarrett's outfit. You know I love a good Jeff, but I can't do any kind of leotard that like connects at the neck. No, it shouldn't look like a singlet necklace with fabric to the singlet. Fucking horrible. Oh yeah. Rhonda tried to pull off a smoky eye again, and it looks better. Like before, it looked like she like touched a grill and then like rubbed her eye. It looks a little bit better. I guess I'll give that to her. Girl, your cornrows need help. Stop with the cornrows. It's really bad. So I actually ran into Fletcher outside Torrid at the mall when I was going to get Kingdom Hearts 3, so let's check in with Fletcher. So we're here at Lloyd Center Mall. I uh, just saw Fletcher, so we're gonna get his takeaway on the Royal Rumble. What was your favorite match? Uh, Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar, actually. I loved when Brock cinched in that chimera lock and his eyes turned big like he was about to nut. I thought that Finn was going to win for a second, and that's really cute. Yeah. Um, Becky Lynch, like, lost her match and then came into the Rumble. I thought it was really good. I thought that they did a really good job of selling Oscar beating her. Really cool. I think Becky should have passed out from being choked out as opposed to tapping because 
Becky's a fight all the time, never give up kind of mentality. I think they should have booked it that she passed out and didn't tap. Oh, I thought that when Sasha Banks choked out Ronda with the, like, strap that oh. came off of her, like, leotard that was attached to her hand, I thought that that was so yeah. good. And I don't think that it happened on purpose. Sasha Banks' boyfriend is a ring gear designer and designs ring costumes, including hers. I knew that a gay person didn't make that because those like hand straps on that leotard were just hideous. She, well, I, you know, she's found uh, she's found someone in her fashion corner and she rides with it hard. I loved what she did with her strap, and I uh, thought she also put uh, you know put the pressure on Ronda a few times with a lot of those bank statements, and she was going old school Sasha Banks NXT, kicking hands, kicking heads while she's putting people in the bank statement. A lot of matches that could have easily been squash matches were not squash matches in the most believable way that made me happy for the people that could have gotten squashed. Yeah, yeah, exactly my point. That's pretty much it. So yeah, I'm at the mall, so I'm going to get my copy of Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Fletcher. See you later, Jeff. Happy Rumble. Jeff and Fletch talk wrestling, grabbing, grappling, anti-flexing, falling, crying. It's the best thing. Now it's time for Jeff and Fletch to talk wrestling. And now, Chobani is proud to present Body Academics Masterpiece Theater. Act one, scene one. The crowded restaurant at dinner time. Jeff is seated, looking at his enlarged smartphone. He is 27 to 30, very handsome, probably wearing a faded crop top and an intricately patterned pair of sweatpants. Enter Tommy, 30 to 34, fairly pleasant looking, semi-dressed up in a dress or nice skirt and blouse. After hesitating a moment, he walks over to Jeff. Hi, Jeff? Tommy? Referring to the New York Times on the table. Are you the white male? 30 to 34, 6'1", brown eyes, who's into yogurt, 90s all rock, bananas, bulldogs, and staring into the abyss. That's me. I already talked to seven other very handsome Jeffs, probably wearing faded crop tops and intricately patterned sweatpants before I found you. That's amazing. Jeff stands and gestures towards the other chair. Please. Sit! Thank you. Tommy sits, adjusts himself, and very fussily takes out a bong from his purse. Jeff, would you like a bong hit? Jeff quickly pulls out a Chobani Flip Nutty Fernana yogurt from under the chair. Tommy, would you like a Chobani? I thought you'd never ask! Tommy hands Jeff the bong. Jeff hands Tommy the yogurt. Chobani Flip Nutty Fernana? That's my favorite! It's so great. I also got a Chobani Bubble Ice Cream Ice Age for dessert. It comes in a straw. Jeff lights up, adjusts his crop top. Tommy heartily chugs the yogurt. Today we are smoking something my local dispensary pulled from a trash can. It's absolutely terrible. Would you like some more? I would love some! Tommy, I brought up on two. Would you like to see it? Jeff pulls out a large purple bong about two feet tall. It looks like it has frosting all over it. Like he had eaten a cake and hit it and not washed his hands before. It's slightly warm. Tommy looks both excited and confused. Wait, where did that come from, Jeff? Funny story. I ordered a cake from my local bakery, and lo and behold, there was a bong baked into the cake. Oh. 
I never got around to washing it though, so I hope you don't mind. Not at all. Let's see here. Tommy inspects the slightly warm frosted bottom and it slips out of his hands and shatters into millions of pieces on the floor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't mean anything by it, Jeff, I swear. Tommy crosses over to Jeff and starts massaging his face with the bottle frosting. It's so sweaty. Do you want to order a drink, Oh, it sounds great. This sounds crazy, but I feel like I've known you for years. You complete me. They embrace. Jeff motions to the waiter in the corner. Waiter? Enter waiter. 20 to 25, youthful, wearing a leopard print jumpsuit and a tinfoil hat. She walks over to their table. She is holding and stroking a large black cat that is purring enthusiastically. Chocolate milk! I'll just have a water, thank you. Hey, so we've been through this, and I feel like I've told you this like six or seven times now, but you can't bring your Chibani in here. We're a Yo-Play family. Yo-Play. Y-O-P-L-A-I-T. T sign. Is this how you treat all of your customers? Do I have to go through policy with you again? Well, you can say that again. This way. Sing you in showers and enamel imitation brew rock paste. The constant cheap army brand yogurts and yogurt drinks are no match for the soft, velvety, life-giving water of creamy perfection. They gush from the eternal well Yo-Play. The luxury yogurt. We flail and ecstatically prostrate ourselves. The glowing golden ardor of Yo-Play. Our magnificent heart of black coat fermentation. As we submit our souls to the bacchanalia of bacterial cultures, dancing naked in the moonlight mausoleum. Bathing in sacred blood of the major milk Hot legs between silvery strands of your out of pleasure. And the gnashing of wet teeth. Praise be to you, ethical, infinite joy, yo great. The ultimate nexus of live love when we spread the gospel with complete. Honor and devotion to the world true yoga god. As we know that our faith in your play, yes, your play, is righteous. And the only one way to salvation is is run by a small sect of rogue Saturday Advent, secretly funded by the Yoplay Corporation, and as such, we strongly believe in the healing properties of yogurt. Perhaps the most spiritually cleansing activity that has ever graced God's green earth has to be that of yogurt anima. Copyright in 1920s by John Harvey Kellogg, inventor of breakfast cereal and warm a bubble pond. One is administered several gallons of Yoplay brand yogurt and into the large intestine, cosmic crystalline candy cultures cascade through the colon, purging your bowels and your soul of lactoplatin toxins. Where do I sign up? Jeff, let's hear them out. Well, due to the nature of this situation, my manager insists that I give at least one of you one of our patented Yoplait animals on the house. Or you can leave with your Chobani, of course. You have a moment to decide. Yogurt enema. Hmm. Suddenly, Tommy, as if hypnotized, gets to his feet and starts erotically tap dancing. The waiter joins in on the beat, using their cat as a snare drum. Jeff leaps onto the table and breaks into song. I would do an enema with yogurt just to see the look in your eyes. I could get lost deep inside your peepers. For you, I put some yogurt between my thighs. Since I glanced in your direction And saw you eat that yogurt while 
up Is this real love? Well, I can't tell I heard you talk, I tripped and fell I love you, boy, well, can't you tell? One, two, grab at your body Three, four, squeeze it on top Five, six, don't get sick Seven, eight, take the bait Nine, ten, my new friend Eleven, twelve, I hear myself The waiter holds up the black cat above her head which then vomits explosively gallons and gallons of white chunky Yoplait yogurt all over the table and on Jeff and Tom. The lights fade. End of Act 1, Scene 1. Hey, it's Jeff. Hey, it's Caesar. We're gonna talk about the newest episode of Vanderpump Rules. So it's been getting super hot this season. Billy Lee, who's the only trans cast member of the show, got in a fight with Lala, who's this rich girl with a boyfriend who's a film producer, because she was not included in Girls' Night. It was kind of an obvious choice that Billy was included on the flyer and in the planning for Girls' Night at her own work, but all the straight people in the cast don't seem to see it. Yeah, and it goes without saying that they purposely left her out. I'm not saying specifically because she was trans, but they invited every girl in the cast. And you just don't forget about Billy Lee. This fight was so iconic and so amazing that we're gonna break it down chunk by chunk. I've been waiting for this fight all season, so let's do it. So this episode is called A Housewarming Divided because this iconic fight happens at Sheena's Marina Del Rey housewarming party. Hey guys. Sounds good. Hey. I brought shots in here. Thank you Can for Can I the start right here for a second? Yeah. So Billy comes in with these innocent eyes like... <laughs> <laughs> you can't see Jeff's face, but he's like pursing them and like looking hella moody. Did you come in here to talk to me or? Yeah, it's a girl's night at my work. I was like extremely upset, obviously. My whole life I was not included in girl things and to find out that my job is having something and a girl's night and just was a huge trigger for me. There were a lot of people that were not included in that flyer. This is so trivial. It's not trivial. This is a big deal that will cause dysphoria for trans people. Billy Lee comes in, pouring out her soul to Lala, trying to portray where she was coming from and why she burst out. But of course, Lala just dismisses it. She says it's really trivial. And she even says it, other girls weren't invited but it's like, those other girls weren't part of the cast. The fact that you put it out there, that people are transphobic when Lisa- I never said the word transphobic. Okay, don't don't beat around the bush with me. I'm not a Hold dummy, on. just stop. I did not, I never said the word you transphobic. You also didn't squash it. You basically agreed with Tons of people wrote stuff. You know what the first comment I saw when you guys posted it? Why is Billy Lee not involved? Is she not a real girl? Is she not a real girl? So Katie reasons it that she didn't invite Billy Lee because of the Sir meeting where she kind of, Billy Lee, kind of talks up against Kristen. And she's like, you were campaigning against Kristen. But it's like, when else is Billy Lee supposed to talk about work other than the work meeting? That hurt me. We didn't say that. I didn't say transphobia, but you guys are putting that on me. I'm calling it how it is. No, I call a you're, not, you're coming from a cis you point of view. Obsessed, I'm coming from a trans experience. And that is it for me. You're dismissed. Oh, so you're dismissed. Billy never said transphobic. She liked comments on Instagram of people that were telling their experiences of being trans and being left out. 
and I listened to a few interviews on this fight. And Billy Lee, she's trying to show her community that they're heard and that she's listening and there for them. So it makes sense. The whole cast is so fucking straight that they just cannot get their heads around anything. You're not better than me, Lala. You got that? You're not better than everyone just because you have a rich boyfriend. You're pathetic and privileged. Stop calling me pathetic, pathetic. bitch. Lala here can't handle the word sis because she doesn't know what it means. She doesn't know what it means. In the last episode, Billy says that Katie has cis privilege and Lala goes, cis privilege. And then in the confessional, she's like, I don't know what cis privilege is, but if Billy said it, it's bullshit. You are not excluded on purpose. That was so up of you to do. You put it on social media and now it's all on social media. Every tab was on social media. Jesus, I need a chill day, man. Tom needs a chill day. You're being a psychopath. And cue the cisgender fragility now. You're a catty bitch. That's why people don't with you. Because you showed your asshole. You are constantly talking about people. I love that. I love that Lala said that Billy Lee showed her asshole. Just, yeah, why was she even saying that? Like, what? It just sounds funny. And she said flipping the script, like it's a thing that people say, which is a common theme on the show. Lala, don't come into the show pretending to be like the sad girl who was excluded and then exclude Billy Lee. That's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Billy Lee forever, honey. LGBTQ representation on Bravo more and not just like as a lighting designer and like a guy who makes rings or like, you know, someone who makes clothes. Jax, wearing angel wings doesn't make you an ally. Woo, girl. That's pretty much all that we have for this episode of Vanderpump Rules. The season is getting hot. It's getting lit. The Academics is proud to present the world's first probiotic cruise, the Chobani Yogurt Experience. A world beyond your imagination where luxury and sophistication are second only to your thirst for yogurt. High-end accommodations available, including the Chobani's for Lovers Pool Suite with a fully catered breakfast in a peaches and cream saltwater soaking pool. Chobani and WWE present the Suplex and Suck Dungeon, a 2,000 square foot playroom anchored by a wrestling ring full of yogurt. The French Stewart Third Rock from the Chateau, our parasuite designed by Joseph Gordon-Levitt that comes with a full tuck and service by French himself. Bathroom Pass is $400, not available on board. All food is free, but it's only yogurt. No outside food, no cash. All funds are transferred by RFID Tungry. White Zombie Remix of the Body Academic song, The Dancer.
Thank you so much to Caesar, Fletcher, and Bijou, and a big thanks to Katie for rejoining Body Academics and starring as the narrator and the waiter in our original Chobani-sponsored radio play. See you next month. Bye! Hours talk.